Welcome to Dress to Manifest, a podcast for ambitious women who are ready to embody their best self through style and make their dreams a reality. I'm your host, Ariel Brittany, a personal stylist and confidence coach with a compassionate, intuitive, and spiritual approach to styling. I help heart-centered leaders and entrepreneurs shine in an authentic, aligned style that cultivates magnetic confidence and joy. Let's dress to manifest. Hello, and welcome to Dress to Manifest. This week's topic is exciting. It is an elaboration on last week's topic, which is all about main character energy and if you're unfamiliar with that or you would love to hear more about main character energy and how to harness that main character energy then I highly recommend listening to that episode first. This week's topic is more of like a subtopic on that and is diving into this concept that I like to call typecasting. Typecasting is you know known and thrown around in the entertainment industry a lot As you know, when actors or actresses get pigeonholed into certain roles because of how their audience or their fans sees them. And I like to take that and put it into a reframe of a personal development lens where I really think that part of harnessing your main character energy is really breaking away from that typecasting, breaking away from people's expectations of you. Because I know there are times in my life where You know, I thought that I was fully in my power when really I was still in a supporting sort of role to other people's needs rather than being in my power and breaking away from others' expectations and, you know, finding myself in that way. I also want to say that there is potential to break out of that typecasting and change public perceptions for actors and actresses. So in the same way that they can break away from Uh, the roles that they're beloved for, they can branch out and expand into new opportunities just like we can. We can break away from those past patterns, those past behaviors that no longer serve us, release them, and start fresh. Uh, For instance, Matthew McConaughey was known for his romantic comedy roles like How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, uh, Made in Manhattan. Oh, not Made in Manhattan. What am I saying? Oh my gosh, I love rom-coms. I can't believe I mixed it up. What was it? The Wedding Planner. Duh. And now he is known for a lot of dramatic roles like Dallas Buyers Club and Interstellar. Was I loved Interstellar. And an example of an actress who did this um, was Anne Hathaway. She also broke away uh, from her image that she was really known for with Disney, with um, Princess Diaries and Ella Enchanted that really like young fresh ingenue vibe she pursued edgier roles like double wears prada and she was even catwoman in uh, the batman series from the 2010s so there's opportunity just like these actors and actresses have to literally break out of typecasting uh that we have the same opportunity to do that within our own lives but it's hard it can be really scary to break away from what is known into uncertainty because even if what we know isn't serving us it's still what we know and we can get comfortable in just surrounding ourselves in the familiar even if the familiar isn't even what we want anymore right so I also see this playing out with 
how we watch reruns or how we really gravitate towards re-watching the same shows, the same TV, the same sort of media. Because I remember when I first learned this, this blew my mind. According to psychologists and researchers, people with anxiety or, or that are in a time of uncertainty, they gravitate towards watching reruns as a way of controlling our emotions. That is so fascinating to me because it makes so much sense. My comfort movies are always 13 going on 30, Clueless, The Little Mermaid, Ever After with Drew Barrymore and um, Brandy, Cinderella. And it was like I could recite every line of those movies. I know exactly what's going to happen at the end. And there's just like this comfort in seeing an outcome play out exactly as you expect, right? And it's a way of controlling and managing our emotions and finding stability and or a sense of it when we feel like we don't have that, right? And I mean, that's not to say that rewatching things is bad. I love rewatching things. And I think that it's a it's a coping mechanism that's totally fine. Like nostalgia watching old shows, it's comforting because it restores this sense of optimism to our present day. And it encourages us with this mindset that, hey, there were happy memories and experiences back then when I was watching this. And because of that, that's evidence that there's more of that happiness to come in the future. And it helps us feel better about where we're at in the present day. So there's nothing wrong with seeing that play out. But I find it interesting, just psychologically, that there is inherently a comfort, right? To see sitcom-wise, like your favorite characters on Friends. I remember Friends was my comfort sitcom, and I've seen the entire show probably like 10 times over. And there is a comfort to seeing your favorite characters on screen repeat their catchphrases and entertain us with their archetypal personality traits, like, how you doing? Or, you know, Monica going, I know! And um, just hearing all that, like, there's just this great soothing effect watching that over and over again. Um, But just because we're seeing that play out doesn't mean that we should do that to ourselves, right? To pigeonhole ourselves or to limit our magic to just like what is expected. It keeps us in our comfort zones and it puts us under the illusion that we aren't allowed to change or it's dangerous to change. And it's like the way I see it is there's nothing wrong with watching um binge watching like having that time to yourself right it feels like having comfy blanket on right this feeling of ooh, i'm safe i'm resting i'm comforted but eventually like and i think this is just because of my own experience in the past with um depression and anxiety the longer you stay in it sometimes the harder it is to feel motivated to have the energy to get back up and that comfy blanket that was once warming and protecting you becomes like this weight, this weight on our chest to really push off. And the longer it stays, the more energy or inertia it takes to push that off, right? And I don't know if that's making sense. I just, that really kind of came to me intuitively to say, but that's just the way that I, because I really think in imagery. That's really what I think of when I think of typecasting. It's like this comfy blanket of familiar patterns familiar behaviors that we put on ourselves that is you know what was once something of comfort that becomes something weighing us down and I actually last weekend saw this movie that 
really, really reflected this and put this whole entire concept that I was thinking of into perspective. And that movie is called Free Guy. I saw it on HBO Max. That's where I streamed it. It is a Ryan Reynolds movie. And if you haven't seen it, then spoilers ahead, but I don't think that anything I'm going to say is unexpected from what might be in a trailer, but just always like to put a spoiler warning just in case. Ryan Reynolds, he plays a NPC or a non-playable character in a video game, and he doesn't know it. So it's kind of like a modern uh, The Truman Show kind of deal. And he is like this, you know, an everyman sort of character who he wears khakis and a blue shirt. He goes to his job at a bank, and he's just like blissfully unaware of like the fact that he's an NPC in a video game and that he's even in a video game. He's programmed to follow a pattern of behavior and doesn't even question his reality. But eventually, he snaps out of this loop of behavior, and we see him go through this loop of behavior uh, in his daily routine. And he breaks away from it when he falls in love with a player in the video game. And he starts to consider, oh, what if I take on the role of being a hero? What if I take on this role instead of just watching everybody around me do this and that upsets you know and without going too into detail of the whole plot of the movie that upsets some people and it inspires many many more in the process of him taking his story into his own hands and becoming like this very sentient character in a video game right and something that he said in the movie really struck me uh, a direct quote that he said was, we don't have to be spectators in our own lives. And I really loved that quote because I think it beautifully captured just what this concept really means to me in this typecasting and breaking away from it. When we see that we're allowing loops to play out or living up to the expectations of what others want for us without questioning it, if it's even true to who we are, what we want, it really takes away our own personal power. It can be easy for people's perception of us to influence our own self-image and we can cling to that because it can be easier to do so than to cause conflict with how others view us where, you know, how people see us when it starts to become disharmonious with who you're becoming, it can get uncomfortable, right? If you've ever had like, for instance, a friendship or a connection or whatever it may be a relationship start to go awry or have some issues where you know maybe there's just a disconnect because you've both of you have changed or one of you has changed it's why we tend to cling to that comfort and what makes it so difficult at times or a struggle to really let go and tune into what we truly want out of our lives when people ascribe us a role and we see success from it too, like love, approval. It can be tempting to never challenge that for fear of losing it. So I love this whole message in the movie where he really just stopped caring about what other people wanted from his character, from his story arc within literally this video game. And he took his power and his story into his own hands. And I really loved that. And maybe it's and here's a tricky one. Here's a tricky scenario, though, and I've totally been here, too. Sometimes it's not necessarily that we're afraid we'll upset other people, 
but sometimes we're the ones who are afraid to see ourselves in a new light because it means we have to get to know ourselves all over again or it makes changes in our lives that we may not feel confident tackling at the moment, like this ripple effect and it can become overwhelming to foresee the ripple effect of the change that we're going to make in our lives, especially if we've been so comfortable in you know, what we know or in the familiar for so long. For instance, like I've always loved dessert and identified as someone who is unathletic but can dance. I've had to challenge that for my own health to just get fit and for my own, you know, quality of life and to really question to myself and really challenge myself to tune in with my body when somebody offers me dessert. Am I really wanting the dessert or am I taking it in order to make that person happy and eating it because that's what they expect of me as the dessert loving person in the family. So that's just a little example that's personal to me. A style related example is that my style has evolved from super girly and hyper feminine to still definitely hyper feminine in a more mature way I would say. Um, Just more sophisticated, a little edgy and a little moody. I've been wearing a lot more dark purple um, alongside my lavender at one point I hated the color green and now I wear it so often it's crazy that goes to show that within our behavioral patterns including style that there's always room and freedom to change our minds it's funny because I actually just watched a video today that a few hours ago one of my favorite youtubers Kelly Stamps just released And it's a video about how she's so over tiramisu. And she had a similar example to mine about dessert, about wanting to let go of like her addiction to this dessert. And it was a big deal because if you are a Kelly Stamps fan, this is like a very specific thing that she loves that's widely known by her followers and is part of of her brand. So yeah, it's that's just like a small example that I saw today and I thought that was like a sign because I was going to record this episode about typecasting. So I thought I should mention it in case there's any other fans of Kelly Stamps out there. It's so important to not put limitations on ourselves, whether that's in our style or a path that we've chosen to pursue. It's so important to sever any limitations that we have on ourselves whether that's in our style or a path that we've chosen to pursue. We need to allow and accept that we are meant to change and that without change, we are not evolving and truly living out our fullest potential. So some questions to leave you with to just help you reflect on, you know, maybe where you've typecasted yourself. Are there any roles or patterns that you've typecasted yourself into that you'd like to release? And as always, I'll give my personal examples just to help your thought process along. So some patterns that I've tapcasted myself into in the past, the codependent friend that never put herself first. I was the anxious bad driver, the jack of all trades with many hobbies and a master of none. That was exactly how I saw myself. You know, it wasn't that long ago that I've had to release this. And it's not like I still don't struggle with some of these patterns. I think that what's important though is that we are are given evidence of how it served us to start breaking away from them, right? It doesn't 
mean that you have to be perfect. It just means that you can start taking baby steps towards expansion, right? So that leads to my second question. Are there examples of how you've broken out of past patterns and it actually ended up serving your highest good? For instance, I've had friendships end and it ended up helping me find a stronger sense of self. Um, I've left and pursued many different paths in my career path and they've all taught me something that led me to my career now. And I'm sure that you have examples that are springing to mind too as you reflect upon your own personal journey. And last question, how have you changed and what are you ready to step into now? So personally for me, I have become a way better friend to myself. I now see that my many hobbies are really just me being a true multi-passionate that brings elements of what I love to do together in a wholly unique way. And I see that as more as being visionary and not in the negative light that I used to see it in before. So some of these typecasting things that we do to ourselves, it's not like we are broken to begin with. I think it really is about seeing ourselves in a different light and having more intention and direction with our desires and making sure that it's living up to the standards of what it means to live a full, fulfilled, like joyful, content life, what that means to us and our personal definition and not, you know, the path that other people have laid out for us, right? I want to end this episode with some affirmation since I did that for the episode about main character energy. It is safe to have the courage to try new things. Change is necessary in order for me to evolve and bloom into who I am meant to be. I tune into my desires and follow the path that most lights me up. In stillness, I find the answers and clarity I seek within myself and not in others. I am always free to start anew and see myself in a different light. I hope that these reflection questions and affirmations serve you and help you harness your main character energy and break away from any roles or patterns or expectations that no longer serve you and really just help you own your own personal power and direct your own story however you see fit to your expectations to live the most joyful, fulfilled, highest expression of yourself. I've got so much love for you. Thank you so, so much for listening and catch you next episode. If you need guidance with your personal style, I'd love to help you with my one-on-one personal styling and confidence coaching services. Whether it's for an event, your everyday style, or a brand photo shoot, we get you ready to embody your next level of growth with true-to-you outfits you absolutely love. Check out my website at www.arielbrittany.com and follow me on Instagram at ariel.brittany. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next week. Dress to Manifest with Ariel Brittany is a production by Yali Christina Podcast Services.